Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, hey, welcome back. I'm running behind because I didn't leave the cat enough food. Oh. <laughs> so it messed up your whole routine this morning? We'll let you have it if she, I mean, when she starts running low on dry food, she starts kind of nudging you saying, hey. Hey, just, it's time. Are you checking this? Because <laughs> I'm probably not going to make it through the night. I'm just saying, well, last night I went to bed anyway. And this morning, she made me pay for it. Oh, not no. get off me. Leave me alone. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm trying to feed her, and she uh-huh. will not get out of my way. We, oh, yeah. I've you're got a slowing me down. Right. You, you're, you're, you're blocking right. the way between me and putting the food on the plate. And I got to open up a whole new package. So this is, hang, give me a minute. Get, <laughs> get off the counter. I'm bringing you to my house for feeding time, and I'm going to let you try to navigate it. Yeah. It would be funny. It's pretty funny how something little like that can take 10 minutes of your life. Jen just throws a porterhouse on the floor and runs. <laughs> Go. <laughs> All right. Bunch of stories to get you caught up on this morning. Uh, did you hear this yesterday? There's like the internet is screaming for uh, Sandra Bullock to give back her Oscar. Yeah, We're going to talk about that. Also, TMZ had a big exclusive, uh, the Tui family. So we'll talk about that. Uh, you could stay at Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis's beach house. I love there's a little competition between them and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. No, stay at our house. No, stay at our house. Yeah. And <laughs> I Harrison Ford. they serve Ford. better food there at their house, though. And Harrison Ford got a new snake species named after him. First e-news today is coming up straight ahead. First, check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery House and Heart. Get to both those stories here in a bit. You want to start with Sandra Bullock? Ah, uh, we. <laughs> or you want to start with the Michael Ower story? Where do you want to? Ah, uh, you know, it's a tough. Th- this one's going to take a minute. We dive into Sandra. Yeah. And Michael Orr. So do you want to? Since we know we got to take a break here shortly, should we start with something shorter? shorter. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about something Let's we don't do, yeah, care about. Yes. Yeah, something that doesn't have as much commentary necessary. All right. So Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are following Gwyneth Paltrow's lead. They're putting their beach house in Santa Barbara on Airbnb. Yay. One night stay. They're offering up a one night stay for up to four guests on August 19th. So this is very specific. Places just steps from the beach, has a nearby hiking trail and beautiful view of, what is it, the Santa Ynez Mountains? What what mountains are those, Jeff? You lived in California. Y-N-E-Z. What mountains Inez. are those? Inez. The Santa Ynez Mountains. mountains. Ashton and Mila say they're going to be there to greet you upon arrival and make sure you have everything you need for a fun-filled stay at the beach. All right. They'll also, quote, capture some content together to commemorate your Southern California stay. Sweet. Booking opens today at 1 o'clock Eastern, so 
Good luck. Is this like just a bid or can we buy a chance? I, yeah. I don't like, know. You got to have like real money for this? Yeah, I don't know. Let me, I'll have to pull up the listing and, and find out exactly how You know, the cocktails are going to be good, Jeff, because she does all of that work with uh, Jack Daniels or whatever the, oh, yeah. that bourbon is. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll get to Harrison Ford, who got a new snake species named after him. And uh, the next chapter of this Michael Ower slash versus Tui family saga. Mm-hmm. Azure News continues next. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, weather-wise, we're looking at a mix of sun and clouds today. We'll see a high near 80. Right now it's 64 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Here we go. Here we go with the big story. People <laughs> are calling for Sandra Bullock to return her Oscar for The Blind Side because Michael Orr is now claiming that the Tui family deceived and used him. We had this story yesterday. And this is what people are saying today. Sandra Bullock should give her Oscar back. She knows she didn't deserve that crap. Another said, for some reason, the whole Blind Side was fake thing makes me just hate Sandra Bullock. But that film, is ridiculous. Well, these people. are people that don't know Ugh. the whole thing. You know, they're they're taking a little <laughs> when was sound that movie? bite. Twenty years ago? Uh, no, it's like no. 1996. Yeah. Or something. Wasn't it a, when did it come it was out? A long time ago. Well, it was if, a long time ago. Even if every element of the story was correct, she wouldn't. Why know. would she have? 2009. To? Right. She's doing. A, she took a job. Yeah. Yeah. So, film critic Richard Roper injected some sanity. He said, Sandra Bullock starred in the fictionalized adaptation of The Blind Side. It is totally misguided and unfair to assign blame to her for the new and deeply disturbing allegations about the real-life story. Somebody else pointed out that Sandra just lost her longtime partner to ALS, so the timing is not good. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, like... Ugh, she's probably just in mourning, you know? She just may not even know any of this is even going on. And we don't know the whole story. Yeah. I mean, we've heard allegations the Tui family has denied him. So it seems premature and silly to people for people to get so just nasty and taking sides at this point. So well, with that being said. Yeah, that brings us to the other side of the story. Did the Tui family use Michael Ower, or is he trying to take advantage of him? Uh, a lawyer for the family released a very lengthy statement to TMZ addressing all of the allegations, uh, and he sort of prefaced it by saying that Michael Ower has tried to shake them down for a lot of money before numerous times. The last shakedown was for $15 million, saying that he would go public if they didn't pay up. Because they have a lot of money, and they had a lot of money when 
they first met him. They had like $200 million in the bank. Yeah, he's like a franchise. He owned a bunch of Subway franchises. Mm-hmm. And Taco Bell and all kinds of stuff. Like he had, they were they had very a ton well to of do. money. Right. Well, I'm getting to that. That's part of the story anyway. So the attorney says the Tuohys did not trick him into entering this conservatorship. We'll start there. Since he was 18 at the time, uh, they couldn't adopt him. So the conservatorship was the only way they could help him get health insurance, uh, a driver's license, get into college. And the attorney says it was all on the up and up. Um, He also claims that the family only got a few thousand dollars for the movie. And they always either shared or tried to share it with Michael. He also pointed out that, to Jen's point, the family is worth hundreds of millions of dollars without Michael's money. So, you know, why would they try to squeeze him for a few thousand dollars? Mm-hmm. Uh, the attorney says the Tuohys are just heartbroken over what is happening, and they hope to reconcile with Ower. But in the meantime, they will not hesitate to defend their good names and stand up to the shakedown and defeat this offensive lawsuit. I would like to see... I would like to see the numbers, you know, I would like to kind of see, you know, what, what were they managing? What did he make? He made like $34 million in his football career. Right. Playing football. He had that money. Did he, but did he actually receive all that money? That's what I'd like to see. Or you think that they were spending it differently for him? I don't think anything. I would just Uh, love to see the specifics. I want to see the books. Yep. Yeah. I just feel like this is the this is such well, a it's crazy terribly sad. story. Yes. Either way. Yeah. Either way. I think it's probably like, a good idea for people to go back and maybe read the book and see what he wrote. Yeah. But it is my understanding that is actually he wrote it in the book. It is in the book that he got a conservatorship when he was 17 with them. And it was fully so explained you, so to him. And that Sandra saying. Bullock went and met his mother. And encouraged him to continue to have a relationship, but his mother was Sandra Bullock did, or yes, the, or, San, the, or the or the, the mom, woman. the real mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, that great. sorry, that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, the yeah. real mom. Yeah. yeah, the real mom went and met with his mother and it's had been so conversations. Many years since I've seen that movie. Yeah, but yeah. That they show, well, in the movie? Is, I don't know if it was depicted in the movie or not. It is because remember she's in the car and she shows up at their like house housing development project oh, right. and she pulls the car in and there's like the guy that she kind of like chats with or whatever that kind of gives her a little bit of a hard time and oh, she yeah. goes into there and she's looking for the mother yeah mm. i mean he had a horrible life i mean she was the mom was a crackhead he had 11 brothers and sisters from multiple men the mom used to lock them all out of the house well that's yeah, part of the movie just, too don't yeah. you remember when they present him with his bed where they present him with this room, and he goes, well, I've never had one before. And she goes, what, your own room? And he goes, no, a bed. Like, I've never slept in a bed. That's a line from the movie. Now, that yeah. might not be true, but that's kind of portrayed as my point. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's still a great movie, though. It is yeah. a great, yeah. great yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 All right. So, Kaylee Cuoco revealed she's developed carpal tunnel syndrome in both hands, and she got it from holding her five-month-old daughter. Oh, yeah. She says, hey, guys, so some of you may know I have this, like, major wrist hand injury from holding the baby. It's a very real thing. Google it. She said, I think the only thing to make them better is to start working out without using my hands and without using any body weight on my hands, which sounds crazy. But her personal trainer shared a video of her doing a hands-free workout. 
Oh, nice. Isn't that crazy? I had to have uh, carpal tunnel surgery at Christ Hospital not too long after I had my daughter. because, of the, like, So it happens often during pregnancy that women will develop carpal tunnel during pregnancy. And then it gets worse afterwards because of all of the baby holding and how you have to hold the bottle and you're not doing your wrist mm. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I it's not that it. horrible of a surgery, but yeah. Wow. It but it happens. sure is uncomfortable when you it have is. it. It is. When you can't feel your hands, yeah, it's awful. Hmm. All right, this is a great story. So everyone knows how Indiana Jones has just, I hate snakes. (laughs) Yeah. Such a great line. So it's a bit, just his delivery is so great. Yeah. So it's a bit ironic that Harrison Ford just had a new species of snake named after him. The slender species was discovered in the Andes Mountains of Peru. Its official name is... Takamanides Harrison 40. Harrison 40. (laughs) It is 16 inches long and yellowish brown with black blotches, a black belly, and copper colored eyes. Sounds very pretty. Mm -hmm. Researchers named it after Harrison to honor his role in environmental advocacy, like as vice chair of the nonprofit organization Conservation International. Harrison Ford says, these scientists keep naming critters after me, but it's always the ones that terrify children. I don't understand this. I, I spend my free time cross-stitching. I sing lullabies to my basil plants so they won't fear the night. That's funny. But uh, in all seriousness, he says, this discovery is humbling, and it's a reminder that there's still so much to learn about our wild world and that humans are one small part of an impossibly vast biosphere on this planet all fates are intertwined and right now one million species are teetering on the edge of oblivion we have an existential mandate to mend our broken relationship with nature and protect the places that sustain life he also has an ant and a spider named after him oh wow that's funny yeah the Feodoli harrison 40 (laughs) that's the ant and the spider is the uh, Calponia Harrison 40. The Harrison Maybe. 40. That oh, that is. That's great. Yeah. All right. So Pink, Monday, she played American Family Field in Milwaukee where the Brewers play. And that made her the first woman to ever headline a stadium in the entire state of Wisconsin. Wow. Good that's for her. That's cool. She also broke the stadium's attendance record. In an Instagram post, she said, I'm a little fiery ball of gratitude, catapulting around the world, trying to spread love and truth and the courage to feel everything we can feel. She added, I am full to the brim with real love for you all. It means the world to me. It's never lost on me. We aren't the cool kids. Thank God. We're just gritty, magnificent, magnificent humans doing our best. Thank you for letting me in. That's Hmm. cool. That's pretty cool. Okay. Pretty cool. Uh, Somebody would have... You'd think somebody would have thought of this a long time ago, but a collection of reality TV's biggest jerks are going to face off on a new show called House of Villains. This could be fun. Well, it'll premiere on E! October 6th. The contestants will try to out-manipulate each other to win 200000 bucks and the title of America's ultimate supervillain. And Joel McHale will host. I love him. He's so funny. It's like $200,000. I mean, that's a lot of money. 
But it doesn't feel like a big cash prize for a show like this. Yeah, by TV standards. This by TV standards, like it doesn't sound like a lot. So I'm wondering, what kind of opportunities, if you win a show like this, will this the winner... Yeah, I mean, does it? are you going to... I don't think people are there because they want to win the money. I think people are there because they want to continue their fame run. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. I well, think they the buy thing. more time. Yeah. Yes. Well, and then if you notice, like these kind of people go from this reality show to the next reality yep. show to the next one. So maybe they're hoping to get like a permanent casting on Real Housewives or something like that. Or a hosting deal or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the contestants will be Tiffany New York Pollard from Flavor of Love, Johnny oh, Fairplay yeah. from Survivor, Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules, Tanisha Thomas from Bad Girls Club, Corinne Olympios from The Bachelor, Johnny Bananas, Devanazio from the challenge. Uh, Omarosa from the apprentice. Omarosa. She's still out there? Man. Dang. Yeah. What has she, she been up to? I thought she was going to end up in politics. Wasn't she? She did. She, she worked for the Trump administration. Yeah, she did. But then that. That was the end of it, wasn't it? I think she she was, left after that. I think she was in politics before she became famous on reality television. I know she was an attorney, and she might have worked for someone's campaign or someone's staff, and then she ultimately ended up in the Trump administration mm-hmm. after. So, she's but been I thought in the two of them had it a falling out. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they ended she up having it not, out. It wasn't like a happy departure. Mm-hmm. I don't think you hang out with Omarosa long enough, you'll probably have a falling out. Yeah, one way or another. But you know, Trump also tends to like he's had falling outs with a lot of people, sure. and then. They come back around. Sometimes they come back they around. They kiss and make up. Right. So. Huh. What else? Oh, this was interesting. Arizona State University is offering a course called Psychology of Taylor Swift. And I don't know anything about the curriculum, but let's get started early. <laughs> you can't carry all things, all grudges, all updates on your ex. Decide what is yours to hold. Let the rest go. One toxic relationship can outweigh so many wonderful, simple joys. You get to pick what your life has time and room for. No matter how hard you try to avoid being cringe, you will look back on your life and cringe retrospectively. I promise you. You're probably doing or wearing something right now that you will look back on later and find revolting and hilarious. Can't avoid it, so don't try to. How do I give advice to this many people about their life choices? I won't. The scary news is you're on your own now. But the cool news is you're on your own now. Saw this on TMZ yesterday. Uh, Jamar Chase is seeking court-ordered protection from a woman he claims is harassing him and his mother. I saw this. Yeah. And what guess, are they doing? I guess they hooked it up like once. Uh, you gotta, you can't. So she's evidently, yeah. according to him, being very strategic when it comes to uh, trying to make him look bad with his brand, his, well, his you see, football. You can't, that's why you can't be doing that. You got to be, you know, when you're in a position like that, if you're going to do that, you have to be so very. It was two years ago. He was new selective. to the. I know, this is how you learn the hard way. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
How do you be selective? I mean, <laughs> how do you know? Well, you, you know, you when a, I find myself in these situations. When Jen's at a Miami a club <laughs> and <laughs> drunk on dark liquors right. and ready to hook it up with a rando, <laughs> she gets the non-disclosure agreement out. And she makes them sign it before they bone. This is true. Before they, that's right. <laughs> no boning until. This lady's, she's like really coming after him, though, right? I mean, she didn't have his baby or anything, did she? Uh, Jamar Chase filed a temporary restraining order against Amber Hunter, who he claims he had a one-night stand with. Uh, in court documents obtained by TMZ, Jamar Chase claims Amber is behind an unhinged and disturbing pattern of harassment aimed at him and his mm-hmm. mother. Yeah. Claiming she started threatening him after he refused to continue their relationship after that single night of romance. Uh, Jamar Chase says he hooked up with Amber way back in July of 2021. And since she has since tried to damage his brand, reputation, and corporate sponsorships through calculated oh, and wow. ongoing yeah. harassment. That's awful. It is bad. Uh, the NFL Pro says Amber mainly harasses him on social media where she posts false statements about him being a deadbeat dad in order to sick her 18,000 followers on him and his mom. But Uh, but he doesn't have a baby with her, right? Jamar says they do not have a child together, as Amber claims, and says she posts photos of another person's child to make it seem like they have a kid. Oh, it's bad, bad. Now, this random hookup, did he meet her and sleep with her on the same day, or is she someone that he was interacting for a while with and then slept with her once and then bailed? It doesn't matter. She should Well, do I'm wondering. No, she shouldn't. I agree. <laughs> yeah. But I'm wondering how, you know, how well <laughs> did he know her? <laughs> but how well did he know her? You know, that's Nobody what knows. I'm curious. I mean, it, about yeah. no. Uh, Jamar Chase has asked for a DNA test, but uh, she, he says that she has refused to subject the child to a DNA test. Uh, what's more, Jamar claims Amber is spinning a web of lies about being a victim of domestic violence. He says no law enforcement agency has found her to be credible. Uh, Jamar says Amber is still ranting about him on social media as recently as this past July even going so far as to post his and his mother's personal cell phone numbers on Instagram, which he says led to tons of harassing calls and texts. I mean, when somebody wants to shake you down, man, I'll tell you what. What's this they girl have, do that she's got so many followers? She's she, an influencer. She's say, chasing she fame, which is why influencer? this is all happening. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, In the documents, Jamar slams Amber for what he says is an ongoing harassment scheme to harm him and negatively impact his NFL career, and he's asking a judge to sign off on a temporary restraining order. Dang. Wow. Well, I hope that works out for him. That's wild. Hmm. Yeah. I I missed it. Uh, How was... Joe Mixon's day in court yesterday. Well, yesterday they had more testimony. They had other people testifying on both sides, but it looks like we're going to probably hear from him today. They have one more witness to call to the stand today, and then we're supposed to be hearing from him. Okay. So there's we'll no, let you and know. And there's no jury. He's just speaking to the judge, basically. Correct. Didn't he choose that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he so. did. And they had some character witnesses yesterday for him, too. Uh, people that saw him on that same day or the day before talking about what he was out and about doing. Yeah, you you said you've seen him out in the past? Yeah, I mean, like, I worked a charity gig with him, what, just last month where it was a celebrity softball tournament for um, 
at the Florence Y'all's Festival. Festival. Florence Y'all Stadium. And right. yeah, he was very engaging with all the fans and super kind. Hmm. So I don't know. Right. I mean, hmm. he has, it's just, just another one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in some positive Bengals news, uh, yesterday, DJ Reader was uh, spending time at Schroeder High School. Free dental screenings, free health screenings. Get your picture, hang with DJ. He had food and nice. all sorts of school supplies for the kids. He has an entire wing there dedicated to his father. It's a reader room where the kids That's can cool. go in and hang out. It's dedicated to his father, Re- Reader Sr., I think. And they had, like, the ribbon cutting there, and it's, like, a safe space for kids to be able to go and, like, educate and read and hang out. Cool. So we had all of that going on. And then there was one more thing about sports. Yesterday, too, we heard from the Joe Burrow Foundation that he's going to do a fundraiser called Dine for Nine. Where do I get tickets? So, no, no, no. <laughs> this is what it is. So they're actually asking local restaurants if they, par- like, want to be a part of this. And uh-huh. so what they would do is they would donate, like, $9 oh, or whatever So he's not going to be there. So they're asking people in <laughs> Athens, Baton Rouge, and Cincinnati to uh-huh. all come together for this Dine for Nine. That's cool. Which oh, is really cool. So they're asking if you can't eat at any of the restaurants, which we're going to find out later, you can submit until August the 25th, I believe. Um, and so they're asking restaurants to be a part of it. And then I guess they'll select whoever it is, but then you can also just donate $9 and they're yeah. hoping to raise money for his food and security foundation. I love it. Which I was like, how cool is that? That's that is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I meant to do this yesterday and I'm, and the day before, and I keep forgetting, I wanted to play last Friday's mom and pop spot around the seven o'clock hour because our seven o'clock hour listeners on Friday got to hear from Lindsay, but we never actually... They might have been gone by the time, yeah. Right, exactly. And by the way, I did get a message from Lindsay yesterday. She said, thank you. She's had so many people coming in uh, to the store in Wyoming, and you'll learn about it here in a second. I'm going uh, soon. uh, She wants us to go pick something off the menu, and she would like to treat us with breakfast one day. sweet? Yeah. As a thank you for... Let's do it That's now. Very, What's we, the website? Let's, where's the menu? <laughs> Let's take a day <laughs> off <laughs> and just hang out at B. <laughs> I totally could. It sounds like there'd be plenty there to keep me busy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is the name of the place. It's called B, lowercase B-E, and a period at the end, B. And we spoke with her on Friday, had a lovely conversation, learned about her business. This is a, a local, what we call mom and pop, and we had fun putting together a, a little commercial for her. Slow down. Get curious and nourish your whole self with B. B is in the heart of Wyoming on Springfield Pike. Visit the B Market and try a made-to-order smoothie, bowl, delectable egg bite, yogurt parfait, and more. Plus, grab-and-go options, alkaline antioxidant waters, snacks, and things for your pantry, too. Put good things into your body at B. Vegan options available, too. Everything is nutrient-dense, gluten, dairy, and peanut-free. And created by Chef Katie Rogers. Visit the B Studios for yoga, wellness, intuitive Reiki, tarot readings, crystals, crystal bowls, money coaching and more nourish your whole self at B. healthy food that don't taste like shit. see the menu and learn more at the b website nourish at b.com B. healthy food that don't taste like shit. how about that okay. <laughs> <laughs> 7 30 jeff and jen q102
Uh, iPhone 14s are saving lives. This is very How exciting. How about that? Uh, stop using other people's heads to crack eggs. And who usually says I love you first? It is Wednesday, the 16th of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is. Your news that didn't make the news we think probably should have on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, in relationships between a man and a woman, who do you think is more likely to say the L word first? Ooh. Women. That'd probably be the guess. But I don't know, but women hesitate. You is it know? the man because they're trying to get some? Mm, oh, maybe. You started to say something, Jen, that you think. Well, I mean, I think women, you know, they're afraid to, to throw it out there first and fear they don't hear it back because that just feels can feel very uncomfortable. I feel like we're just so easy to just be like, oh, I love you. Like not like, and then you realize like, oh, I just said I love you. Mm. Like a slip, you know, it slips out. Well, researchers had over 3,000 adults in seven countries fill out relationship questionnaires. And pretty much across the board, men were more likely to say, I love you first. Wow, who knew? Yeah, the average guy starts thinking about saying it's 69 days into a relationship. 69, huh? Yeah. Two, about two and a half months. Yeah. Not even. Okay. Um, Isn't that three months, 69 days? No. Compared 30 to 77. Days in a month. Compared to 77 days oh, for women. I was thinking 96. But both wait over a month to actually pull the trigger. So the average man will say, I love you. 107 days into dating or about three and a half months in for women it's 122 days or about four months in hmm. what do you know yeah but that is one of those situations where you know think about all the times that you've uttered those words for the first time i mean in a relationship yeah. did you say it because the other person said it did you feel pressure to say it? Were you just caught up in the moment? Like if you if you if you look back on it and you're with a more critical eye, were you really in love at the time or did you think you were in love? I'd say it's a 50-50 shot there. Yeah. 50-50 of whether or not I was really in love, but I think I, all the ones that I'm like remembering, they said it first. Oh. Look at you, Jen. I'm I'm trying to think of one where I did, and I don't I don't remember ever putting myself in that situation where <laughs> yeah. I would do that. I think I always say it first because I just feel it because I just love love, you know. And, and do you just spill "I love you" or do you do you preface it like how do you deliver that? I feel like if it's early on in the relationship. I'm like, oh my god, I love you. Just you know, blaseish, mm -hmm. right? But just in general conversation, you can but, say that to any of us, right? Right, but that's what I'm saying though. But in the like beginning, the I feel felt. that way. But when you have the heartfelt thing, you know, when you have the talk or after the talk, it's I feel like I'm in love with you. I think I'm in love with you, or I'm in. I know I'm in love with you. It's fine, you know. You mean you're in lust with me? No, I've already. <laughs> that's already. That's we're we're already there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm not saying it so I can sleep with you. We already did. I mean, Fun <laughs> Robbie used to say I love you, but the thing that he would say that always got me is he would he would tell me that he adored me. 
I, yeah, I remember you I, saying that. For whatever reason, that just... I adore you. I adore you. Yes. Yeah, she's I, the one that got away, guys. I thought that was... I don't know why. <laughs> I Cue the clip. He may have been the only man that has ever said that. He adored your PlayStation, to too. Yeah, he sure did. And your money. He adored a lot, he adored that word, a lot of things. And free rent. There is something about a door. Free rent, you yeah. And then there, were, there was another one that I'd be like, what is it, you know, like, what is it? I would ask him, what is it you love about me? And the only answer you would ever give me is, you're cute. Oh. Right? Moving on. This is a different right. guy. Different, different guy. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Like, all right, this isn't going to work. Well, no, but really love about me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't come up with anything else? You're pretty. <laughs> Something else that sounds like cute. Uh. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say something to you, and you don't have to respond. You don't have to say anything back. I love you. <laughs> is that how you do is it? That your, is that your... I love you, and I'm in love with you. Yeah. Like, I would die for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You've done that? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Like it's it's real, yeah. But it's like this is not a like this isn't me caught up in the moment. This is, I mean it. I really, really mean it. Yeah. Like I've it, had a lot of time to think about this. How long does it take you to get there? That's what's going to be my seven, eight, thing. nine, ten years. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't need you to say it back because yeah. it's not going to change how I feel. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, it, you know, God. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Right. I, I, that was yeah. great. Whew. <laughs> Got out of that one. <laughs> yeah. That's, I love seeing these, like, on television shows, though, when they have these kind of conversations, and then the girl's just like, mm, thanks. Right. You know, when they're, like, it's awkward, you're just like, yeah. high five. Because <laughs> maybe you can't say it, or you don't want to, but that shouldn't but, make you feel like I don't but want to. But how many right. people and do? That's okay. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They has like to be they okay. Have to. You're yeah. like, you have to say it back, because yeah. you don't know what else to say in the moment. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh... I mean, I mean, there's something really pure about just putting yourself out there, no matter yeah. what, no matter what happens. Well, that's, you know, living life authentically right. and with balls, man. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. If you feel it, do it. First time she said, I love you to me, freaking text. <laughs> Was it really? Yeah. I it, I almost, at first, because I, I didn't bring it up until much later, but I said, was that text intended for me? Because it was just so random and out of the blue. And it uh-huh. just said, I love you. Yeah. You know, that I thought maybe she was texting one of her kids. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, Aww. right. Well, sometimes yeah. that you just have that feeling that comes over you and you want to get that message to whoever it might be, like, now. Yeah. Get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well... This is kind of cool. I love talking about time travel because it was always one of my favorite themes or storylines from shows like Star Trek that I'd watch as a kid. And uh, someone pulled 2,000 Americans and asked them, like, what if, if you could, you know, if you had that luxury at your fingertips, what historical event or historical scene would you want to travel back to mm. and see in person? Mm. 
My mom did some research. You know, she's really into the genealogy. Yeah. And uh, she discovered uh, that my great-grandfather, while Poland was under Russian control at some point in history, my great-grandfather, his dad, and his best friend basically blew up a Russian army train (laughs) and and fleed the country in a boat came to the United States. I would like to see that. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. I'd like to see that. How about that? Like they were being forced to be in the it Russian army, like it right? Be so a they movie. didn't want to. Wow. You know, like that definitely yeah. has got some roots there for sure. I was like, I'm, that's the first thing I thought of when you asked that Bob question, Jeff. Where are you? That's pretty cool. Man, that's most people like, would have been like, Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Way to go, Tim. Where yeah. were the mo- where was we the biggest nothing. party with the most people wasted? <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Mykonos. <laughs> yes. 400 BC. <laughs> yeah, and know. you have to assume that you couldn't die because most of the top picks, I'm looking at this list, would not exactly be safe. Yeah. Uh, the first place was a tie between ancient Egypt and the American Revolution. Oh, wow. Ew. No so, thanks. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, maybe fans of the show Outlander might be a little behind that second one. The rest of the top picks in order are ancient Greece, uh, the Viking Age, Italy during the Renaissance. Oh, I bet that would be fun. Europe during World War II. Again, you're assuming you don't end up getting bombed. Right. Uh, Normandy on D-Day. Okay, again, you're like a spectator. Yeah. Wow. Trying to see what that looked like. Uh, In the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989. And what's really fascinating about that is that Tom Brokaw was one of the few journalists in the world who got to, from America, who got to witness that firsthand. Uh, Some more that might make your list. The moon landing. The birth of Jesus. Yeah. Can you imagine being uh, knowing one what of you the know three now. wise men? Right. Knowing what you know now about Jesus. Uh, Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Now you're more talking my language. All of these so far I've been like, no. I would, I think about epic events that happened, you know, in history. Yeah. Like, I want. I would have loved to have seen that in color because all the yeah. video of that is black and white because mm-hmm. it was televised live right so there's there's video but it's black and white video before there was before color tvs were everywhere what about a like who's some greek or italian like julius caesar something like that the fall of the roman empire but like like just some (laughs) random feast that they have oh like a bit like uh, well, well you could do the last supper I know what they, that was bread and wine. I want Judas. I, you yeah, want food. Pontius Pilate. I want a gigantic Italian Plate of olives. Greek <laughs> oh, okay. palace. I want to be draped. I'm going to be sitting on my side as they're bringing me wine and bringing in. I want to go to a yoga yeah. party. All this. I want a, a toga yes, party. Exactly. In a toga. You want to just wear a shirt. I want to be wearing a toga, <laughs> relaxing. I want to be drunk and I want them to feed like- me stuff for an hour with, with Greek or Italian royalty. <laughs> But what about like an epic music event like the 68 comeback special with eh. Elvis Presley eh. or Woodstock or the Beatles where the Beatles like came to America? Yeah, I could go maybe if there was a like nearby bathroom. I want the event. VIP with the bathroom nearby. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you start thinking about going back in time. I mean, that was before, you know, plumbing. Yeah. And before. Deodorant. <laughs> yeah. 
got a lot of stuff going on there. Electricity. Tim's got no problem. It's a whole other way of living. Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. I think it would have been interesting, too, just sort of observing what it was like, the, the overall atmosphere of the protests of 1960s and our involvement in the Vietnam War, what mm-hmm. that would have been like. Now, would you just want to be observing these things? Or, I mean, Tim wants to be in it with the meal. Well, we but, have I the mean, benefit, would you want to, we have the benefit you know, of hindsight sure. now. So, I mean, I'm surprised you don't want to, like, JFK assassination. Do I be up on the hill? I, I don't know to that see I... see what, what, what really happened. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. To, figure, to kind of figure out that whole mystery. My instinct is that I, I wouldn't want to... You wouldn't want to see it. I wouldn't watch that, that part. horror, yeah. But... But seeing outside of what I've seen in the Zapruder film, yeah, which is a that's the one that shows it all, right? Yeah, and I've um, been to that spot. Geez. Like I've I've walked those grounds. I've spent mm-hmm. time there, and it's what's eerie about it is that particular plaza, Dealey Plaza in mm-hmm. Dallas, mm-hmm. has been untouched. Like if you look at the films and you stand there, it's exactly Looks the, same. the same. Yeah, and you can go into the building. That Lee Harvey Oswald allegedly fired mm-hmm. from from that sixth floor window, and you've yeah. got you've got a clear view, uh huh, all of it, and so you see it from his perspective, like where the car came from and where it turned and when he took the shot, and it is bone chilling. Yeah, I bet. What about a Mayan sacrifice? Uh I don't know. I don't want to see any sacrifices. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody yeah. get killed or hurt or something. I don't want to do it. I want to, like, go back in time and, like, become friends. What about, like, go some, way, way back? How yeah. about, like, Atlantis? Hmm. <laughs> I want to go back to that Adam might be Eve really cool. And see what really went down. What really who went tempted down? who? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'm just over here sitting about thinking the about possibilities how, are endless. About how selfish I am. I'm like, I would go back and become friends with somebody like... Justin Bieber, so you could just be friends with him and like hang out. <laughs> yeah, right. Meet him in his first episode, Usher. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could go back in time and be Jeff Bezos's childhood friend. Yeah, hey, buddy. Something like that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm your man. You can always I depend on it. me. Yeah. Super besties. Right. Uh, most TikTok pranks are kind of dumb, obviously, but every now and then there's one that's legitimately funny and also dumb. There's a viral prank now where people are surprising other people by cracking eggs on their heads. And this is a big thing on TikTok. In one video, a woman is next to her dad and she says, hey, I'm going to show you how I crack an egg with one hand. And then she cracks the egg on his head and he's just... He shocked to do and of course you know they they both start laughing here i'll play it for you this is it hey guys i'm gonna show you how i crack an egg with one hand oh. <laughs> and then they start laughing <laughs> girl <laughs> I saw a mother. I, I, this actually came up in my feed. I saw a mom do this to her. Like he looks to be like eight, nine, ten-ish year old son. Like come over here, Jimmy. I'm gonna teach you how to make scrambled eggs. Mm. Crack it with one hand, and he's like, okay. And he's literally standing above the pot. Bam! And he just goes, because <laughs> it's just going straight down his face. Well, in most cases, the person is startled. 
kind of confused and then finds it amusing. Yeah, and then they laugh. Yeah, in a few videos, the person gets angry, like, what the? Yeah, we're doing. Right. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but, yeah. I just wouldn't want to deal with the cleanup, getting it out of my hair. I know, I had That's that thought, gross. too. That's just gross. Like, ugh. Don't you guys remember, like, I remember growing up that they said if you washed your hair with a raw egg, like, mix it in with your shampoo, it made your hair shinier. I've heard, I've heard that. Maybe heard it that? does. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I want to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, what's the truth to it. Obviously, it was the 90s. We were doing whatever. Hmm. <laughs> I know. I was putting lemon juice in my hair in the 90s. <laughs> we were like, hair. Try okay. Lemon juice and what else? To make it blonde. Okay. So there are three kinds of people, right? Those who go out of their way to greet their neighbors. And those who go out of their way to avoid their neighbors. Let's go around the room and see who's who. It depends on the day. I go both ways. And then you got those who haven't left the house since 2020. <laughs> a new poll found that the average adult greets about five neighbors a day. Yeah, well, it's like I, I, like I go them. for I walks. greet them. I greet them. It's kind of hard not to. I greet, I greet everybody, but I don't always stop and chat, depending on, you know, if, I, if I'm in a rush, which I feel like I am most of the time in my life. Yeah, you're yeah. always busy going somewhere. Because I've always somewhere. got somewhere hey, else go. I've got to go. I've got to go. I've got to be somewhere. Where are you going? I'm just walking up and down the block. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, get in the car. We're, driving. We're taking a drive. Yeah. I I wave to everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very much the, like, neighborhood waver, but Scott's more of our conversationalist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a waver or a nodder. A quick hello. Catch up on the local gossip in the neighborhood. You got anything? No? All right. Move it along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is interesting. (sighs) A new poll has found that the average adult greets about five neighbors a day. And at first I thought that was a bit inflated. But then I started thinking about it. It's easy. On on any given walk I take around my neighborhood, it's not that hard to do. No, it's not. Uh, especially even with just cars going by, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of nod or acknowledgement or just a quick wave yeah. is I, is a greeting. I wave at all the cars that go by. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, oh, I almost got hit by a car yesterday because I walked right in front. There, there's electric cars are so quiet. That snuck up on you? Yeah. Did you not look both ways before you crossed I the street? I didn't. I honest to God thought I was alone. And I usually am pretty good at just doing a quick check, but on yeah. this particular occasion, and I... I didn't use like a crosswalk, crosswalk. Oh, you were a jaywalker. Yeah. Luckily, they saw what I was about to do. Mm-hmm. And they stopped. Huh? Yeah. They give you the finger. Honk no, at you. she's very nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, in, in my neighborhood, so my neighborhood is one of those neighborhoods where people are constantly walking. Like, they're walking their dogs, mm-hmm. they're pushing strollers. It really is like something out of Leave it to Beaver. Okay. But I noticed that there's not a whole lot of interaction going on. There's not a lot of stop and talk. It's a lot of high and by yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think part of it is because a lot of people are on their phone. It's not uncommon for me to see someone walking up and down the sidewalk, Chit-chat. seemingly talking to themselves until you realize they got earbuds. Yeah. yeah. That's my thing, and I've bitched about this before, is I always say hi or nod or wave to everybody I pass, and I walk the dogs every day for probably 30 minutes to an hour, and there are days nobody responds to me. There are days I make eye contact and 
we, we connect and uh-huh. they still don't say anything. And there are people that have their earbuds in. So yeah. like I try to be like, mm. where they're on yeah. the phone or you they're listening waved. to something. Well, because you know, if you're, if, yeah, if you're on the phone or you're listening to something and somebody's coming and it's like, do I have to take my earbuds out? Do I got to stop what I'm doing here right. to engage? That's why I never wear them because I just get. Yeah, there's a nice lady who lives around the corner from us who literally walks every sidewalk, every side of the street and every street in the Mm -hmm. neighborhood multiple times a day. Oh, wow. But she's always got those earbuds in. Now, she smiles and she waves, but she walks with purpose. She does not do the stop and talk. She is not there to socialize. Right. Does she seem like she's got an attitude? Nope. There's a lady in our neighborhood that's got an attitude. She does like the, hey, how you doing, wave, and she's just like, "Mm, mm, mm, right. I always, she looks uh, like an angry walker. She You're going to slow her down. She's mm-hmm. mad. Yeah. See, I like to do one ear pod so I can kind of gauge both things that are happening. Like, yeah. So I don't get hit by a car like Jeff. Yeah, the safety thing. Right? Yes, because honestly, now because of the noise canceling and the AirPods, you really don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. You just notice this. I see so many people driving with their with their buds in. Yeah. And I I'm always like, wonder if they're I feel on, like that's not safe. But I always wonder, are they on the phone? So you know how you can put one in and you can talk that way? Uh, that's possible. And now that it's illegal for you to be on your cell phone? Yeah, old folks are way more interactive than younger adults. Adults under 30 say hello to maybe two neighbors if they're forced to, while older adults, 65 and up, greet an average of almost seven neighbors on any given occasion. Yeah, most of those probably happen, though, on like the 5 p.m. post-dinner walk around the block. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Who do you want to be? Do you want to avoid interaction? Or do you want to... Socialize a little bit, you know, engage people, smile, see if you middle. can get a smile out of them, uh, right in their day. My dad would engage everybody. I mean, on the, doesn't matter what road we were on. If he's driving and there's a car coming the other way, there was always a wave. I mean, and if his hand was sticking outside the window that he did all the time, he waved see, at that's everybody. Very, that's nice. Yeah. He was a constant waver. But that's a yeah. very country thing to do. It is. Because like, you probably yes. do know everybody you're passing. Because they always have their hand on the steering wheel and they go, whoop. Yep. Like, that's all right. it is. A little, hey, yeah. hey, Gary. It's yep. the, hey, how you doing? Yep. Yeah. All right. 752, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Otherwise, mix of sun and clouds. That's your forecast today. Mix of sun and clouds. Not too humid, but a little warmer than yesterday. We'll see high near 80. We'll see more of the, more of the summer-like weather this weekend. For now, it's 64. Okay. Mike is looking for a second date update this morning. After all these years, people still need second date updates, and we're going to help them out. Hi, Mike. Hey, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. It says here you went on a date with Sandra. There was a brief recap, but if you could fill in some of the blanks here and start from the beginning for the benefit of our listeners, that would be great. Sure. So I met this girl on Tinder, and we had a great time. And let me just start by saying that I never, ever thought I would do this. I mean, I listen to you guys a lot, and I usually cringe for the people on a second date update. But but that when you need it, you need it. I made the po- I yeah. made the comment recently. People like you know, you go on a date, and maybe it doesn't work out. You can tell there's no real chemistry, and you're like, all right, whatever, and so you blow it off and you move on with life. But it's the dates where you really think things are clicking. Seemingly to you, you think there's something happening here, and then you're just kind of surprised when that person ghosts you. And it still, to this day, surprises me how often that happens. But anyway, you met her on Tinder. Yeah, so basically we did have a great time. I took it to a grill and then a Reds game, and we drank a lot of beer, and and we actually ended up back at her place. 
All right, okay. so just a basic you know. date. Yeah, you know, I stayed the night, and it was excellent. I mean, uh, she was not disappointed. I can assure you that. But, I mean, listen, <laughs> even outside of that, <laughs> it was a good time, you know? But you got along outside of the physical. Absolutely. Yeah, we got along great. She's really sweet and fun to be around, easy to talk to. We got a lot in common. You know, I just don't know what happened. So you want this to be more than just a hookup? Like this is someone you actually want to have a relationship with, you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, at the very least, it went great, and then she ghosted me. So I, I just want to know why, you know? Okay. And, and, yeah, I mean, if it leads to more, I'm good with that, you know? And you're okay if it doesn't lead to more? Well, if it doesn't lead to more, then, yeah, I mean... That's fine, too. You know, it is what it is. But I just really want to know because it's just driving me crazy not to know what happened. Okay. But, I mean, you've been blown off before. I mean, I'm sure not very often, but it's happened. I mean, it's happened, right? It's happened to all of us. Everybody's gone through that. Yeah, sure. I mean, but, like, listen. So when I left their place in the morning, I kissed her goodbye. I told her an amazing time. Couldn't wait to see her again. And she gave me this big old smile. So. It didn't feel that way, you know. It felt like we really had a connection, and then nothing. She hasn't gotten back to me. Fair enough. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to call her up, and we'll see what Sandra or Sandra. Is it Sandra or Sandra? Sandra. Sandra. We'll see what Sandra really thought of Mike and her date with him. The whole experience from beginning to end. Coming up as we continue, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, it's pretty basic, straightforward date. These two met on Tinder, met up at Holy Grail, went to a Reds game, obviously hit it off after meeting for the first time, and after a whole lot of beers, Mike went back to her place. <laughs> you got that right. Okay, Mike is feeling pretty good about his performance, saying that when he left, she was happy, right? Yeah, I left it with a big smile, you know? Okay, Mike tried to reach out. Sandra is giving him the blow off. There's been no communication or there's been a little bit of communication or totally ghosted. There's been nothing. And and I don't get it. Nothing at all. So Mike would like to know why, because look, if it's not meant to be like Mike said, it's not meant to be, but he felt like there was something there. And uh, when it goes in a completely different direction than what you were expecting, you kind of want to know why. That's sort of the foundation of second date update. So we're going to call her up and see what's up. Thank you. I appreciate it. You got it. Let's do it. Hi, Sandra. This is Sandra. Who's calling? Hi, Sandra. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? <laughs> Jeff and Jen. What's happening? Are you actually calling me right now? I'm a dead that you're calling me. We're here. Tim's here. Morning. Hello. I'm so glad you picked up because we talked to a friend of yours this morning. I oh, guess. No. You guys, you know this is going, don't you? Because you listen to our show. You know exactly what this is, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, it's fine. I mean, you know us. If you listen to our show, we're not here to judge you. We're not going to dog you. We just want to know what happened there with Mike. You went on. You met him on Tinder, and we understand you guys hung out of the grill for a while before hitting the Reds game, and then he may or may not have come back to your place. And 
That was the last he heard I of you. I cannot believe he called you. <laughs> he did. But, you know, the whole, like I said, the whole premise of Second Date Update is if someone thinks that there's real chemistry there and then they never hear from the person, they, they can leave someone. I could see how that'd be a little confusing because you start questioning your self-awareness and what did I miss? And, you know, he thought you two were vibing. So what happened there? You got someone else waiting in the wings? You got some other action going on? Or did Mike do or say something that he's completely oblivious to? Okay, so... I'm going to tell you what happened. <laughs> um, okay. Listen, I did really think that we had a really good time. There's just like, there's just this weird thing that he does that it's just something I don't think I'm going to be able to get past. What? <laughs> what is, it? is this like a Seinfeld thing where all the characters on the show couldn't hold down a relationship because there was always one stupid thing that bugged him and it was always kind of dumb? Is this one of those it, it things? definitely along those lines. Yeah, it's definitely something like that. So this is just more of a Sandra thing than it is a Mike thing. Um, It might be a Mike thing that I don't know if I'm necessarily the only one that's not going to like that. Um, So... He refers to himself in the third person, and he does it. He, I'm, I'm not trying to be vulgar here, but he does it a lot during sex. Oh, <laughs> Mike loves it when you do he's that. Like, yeah, he's like, ooh, Mikey loves that. Like, ooh, Mikey wants that one more time. Ooh, Mikey oh, likes no. it. You kiss me. I was just like, I, I could not. I could not handle that, like, over and over and over again. Like, ooh, Mikey like. I'm like, oh, oh. God. <laughs> So Mikey I'm was sorry, re- Mike. Was he referring to a specific? Was it a name that he had given him that one part of himself, or was it just in general? You know, I didn't think about that being the name of his. You know, but either way, like if you want that to be the name, don't pick your own name. You know, like- oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're assuming he was talking about himself in the third person. Like, yeah, said, I-, I guess, right? I'm pretty sure. Are you willing to talk to him? Because we got to ask him about this. We have him on the other line. Mike? Listen, come on. Like, I didn't do it that much. Maybe once or twice. Uh, You're referencing yourself, (laughs) not your body part. Right, Mike? It's me, yeah. You know, Mikey likes this. Mikey likes that. (laughs) I'm here to tell you, you never uttered the word I once. Not once. Not a single time. Not even at the game or drinking beers? No, I mean... I don't think I would have gone home with this guy if he did it the whole time. Like, I didn't notice anything until we got to bed. And then it was the third person. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was so distracting. That's so funny. Mike, do you even realize you do it? It's like a a habit, you know. It comes out, you know, and when when things are happening. So, (laughs) I don't know. I can't really explain it, guys. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm just asking because if this is something that he's now been made aware of, I I don't know if this is something he can, I assume it's something he could control if he wanted to. I mean, if you guys got along and there's chemistry there and you had a good time and it was just this one thing, is this something, Sandra, you you could get past if you guys were willing to go out a second time? Like the thing is, I just feel like even if he stopped saying it the whole entire time all i'd be thinking is i wonder if mikey likes this you know <laughs> well that could be <laughs> funny not be. oh man well i well, listen. Mikey don't like you that no no listen if you're willing to go out with mike again we'll pay for it you know if you don't want to i mean i don't want to put you on the spot if you're not up for it but now that you've made mike aware of it mike says he'll stop doing it if it bugs you just want to put that out there you know listen if 
if you if you're all paying, maybe 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 I consider a second date. Just please, no third person talk, like ever again. Not even just for me, just for you know women as a whole. Don't do that. For women as a whole, Mike, Sandra, I'm gonna turn a new leaf for you. Okay, I'll stop that stuff. <laughs> I love it. Sounds good. All right, all right. I'll set up all the details with Mike. You'll be hearing from him again soon. And Sandra, thanks for thanks for being a fan, for listening to Second Date Update, coming on Second Date Update, and best of luck to you both. Okay. Thank you so that. much. All right. If you need a little help with a Second Date Update, Jen suggests that you send us an email at jeffandjen at wkrq.com. Oh, Jeff thinks that's a good idea. Yeah, Jen agrees. Coming up next, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is next. Hi, Lily. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Excited. Yeah, is your day going okay so far? Yeah, so far, yes. Glad to hear that. Um, So not to get personal, but... uh, are but I'm you... going to anyway. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, well, we don't have to get you know specific here with names, but are you or have you been in a relationship before? I have. Of course. And were you the first one to say I love you or were they? Ooh, probably me. Yeah. And yeah, usually that... it's me. And is that usually the case? Like, are you usually the one to say I love you first or is it the other person? I think it's me. I'm all in, you know, I kind of, if I feel it, yeah, I just say it. And I think he's my ex now, but I remember telling him, I was like, you know, no, I just, I'm into this. This is my plan. You know, when I was deciding I needed to get married, wanted to get married, but you know, I'm like, I don't want to scare you, but, you know, this is how I feel. You can take it or leave it. Okay, so you didn't put pressure on him to say it back to you then? No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, we no. were reading a story earlier this morning. I don't know if you were tuned in, but uh, how it turns out guys tend to say it sooner than the woman does. I did hear that, and that was kind of surprising. But maybe they kind of, you know... Maybe they're more feely than we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reminds me of that moment in Return of the Jedi, Jen. You remember this? Oh, gosh. I love you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That, that was backwards. Encapsulates yeah. the sound. That would mess it up. Do you think women sometimes are afraid to say it for fear they're going to scare you off? Well, or, I yeah. mean, yeah, Lily just said, I mean, look, right. I don't want to scare yeah. you. You can take it or leave it, but. I know, but that's. I think that's even scarier. Because <laughs> then they're like, hi. We call it putting yourself out there. Yep. That's yep. right. That's right. Well, hmm. let's try to win you some money. Let's do it. How about that? I think yeah. we can do it. All right. Me too. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Don't repeat any of your answers, and the key to winning is passing quickly. Do you have any questions? No. All right. It's pretty straightforward. We just got to get you a letter. Yep, and yeah. today you have the letter A. Oh, a. As in a. amor. Yes, amor. Aha. Amor. Aha. That's a good one. Aha. Oh, yeah, you can That's do this. Amore. Yeah, we got 30 seconds on the clock. 
And I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. And I'm going to ask the first question right now. So here we go. 30 seconds on the clock with the letter A. Name something you pee on outside. Pass. Something you bake. Apple pie. A farm animal. Pass. A car part. Uh, Pass. Something you throw. Apple. A country. Afghanistan. Something you wear. Uh, Pass. Something you rub. (laughs) Aloe. Oh, that's a good one. Tim's up. That was pretty good. Tim spent the entire cat the entire time over here rubbing his areolas. Areolas. <laughs> he was. That's very funny. Is a body part on that list? Because we didn't get to it, but he kept just saying areola. That's no. very funny. Areola. Uh, something you rub. Areola. Something you throw. I was thinking rub aloe on my body. That was a good answer. Uh, no, that was good. That would have worked. Good. Nope. Um, something how you- many did I get? Like two, One, two, two three, three. If something you rub, four, if you got that in time for and four. Uh, but after you, I thought Afghanistan was great for <laughs> yep, country, and then good. and then she followed it up with something you wear, and I went with I wear an Afghan. Yeah, oh. I did too. I thought about the same one. Yeah, I that do in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was waiting for the food. Oh, oh you're waiting for the food questions. And then yeah. farm animal, <laughs> I went with alpaca. Oh. That's good. Oh. Would you have, would you I have have said ass. Ass. That's what I yes. said. Oh, ass. Ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I might want that later. <laughs> For something you rub. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Something you so pee on outside, asphalt. Asphalt. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. I thought good. I thought ash tree. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Acura. <laughs> well, this is well. Fun. Those are easier yep. for boys because they aim. Girls have true. to squat. That That's is true. Right. I was Never easy. Visualizing Jen no. on an ash tree. Ash leaves. Well, it would have been the leaves at the base of the tree. There you go. True. Yeah. All right. You know. All right. All right. Next time. Yeah. Have a great day, Lily. <sighs> Thank you. You too. Good talking to you. Bye. Have a good one. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.